Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. <laughs> Another beautiful day on the Victor Bravo Golf Course. The sun is shining, the birds are about, and there's a sudden pause in the crowd. Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box. 15th hole here, drivers recommended. <laughs> Oh, is he a caveman? Because it's suddenly clubbed that one. What do you reckon, George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with the dictionary? Because that was a terrible read. <laughs> G'day and welcome. This is Golf. Andrew Dado is my name. It's good to have your company. Golf. One of the best reasons, I think, to go in the comp as a single is to meet other people, other members. And so I did that yesterday where I play a place called Long Reef on the northern beaches and I'm playing with a guy called Nick Hutchison really good golfer off three I think um, and it turns out he's a club fitter with cool clubs so they've got a setup in the Gold Coast in Sydney and also in Melbourne and we sort of got chatting and I thought god I wonder what it's like to actually fit golfers like like what's it really like what's the experience how do they come in what are their eyes like when they see the wall of irons and shafts and grips are they dribbling are they nervous like what's it like so we talked about it and I said why don't we actually really talk about it so we will and I started with Nick where we always start with how did you get into golf called Chuka. Um, used yeah. to go there on school holidays, spend two weeks there. Ten out of 14 days, it was at Rich River Golf Club in the buggy, drive the buggy around, have a few hits while my grandfather played competition golf. So how old were you? Would have been 10. Right. And so what sort of golfer was your grandfather? Very casual. Right. Was uh, he like a serious, you know, did he say to you, listen, mate, you never leave your buggy at the front of the green, you don't do this, or was he a fun-time golfer? Very fun time. Uh, very much enjoyed the 19th after it rather than the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first 18. Right. And so what happened, What did you do while he was at the 19th? Just went to the putting green, had a putt, had a chip, um, and then returned back to, to home in, uh, in Geelong and... Uh, I wouldn't play for another 12 weeks while school semester was on, school term was so on. Holidays were always with him. Holidays. I went there every, um, three times a year. Wow, how good. First term, second term, third term, holidays. Okay. How old are you now? 26. Okay. When did you get good at golf? I mean, you're a very good golfer. I picked up golf when I could drive myself to the golf course, 18 years of age. Uh, 
picked it up like a lot of people do as they finish finish school and uh, I started at like a 16 handicap got down to low single figures within two years I'd say so you played a lot did you have lessons and uh, self-taught for the most part really uh, yeah started getting lessons in the last few years uh, and then yeah it's getting better so you, and better. Got, so you got yourself right down yeah without lessons yeah. So what did you do? Did you watch telly? Did you YouTube? Hit balls. Right. Find a way to get the ball in the hole. Yeah? Yeah. And you said Geelong, so where did you play? Kerr Lewis Golf Club. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. They've spent a fortune on that place. They have. Uh, Kerr Lewis Golf Club initially and in more recent years, 13th Beach Golf Club. Okay, so both pretty nice. Yeah, both great tracks. Yeah. Ballerine Peninsula. It's great. When did you become a fitter? And did you have a like a? Were you thinking I'm going to go pro? I'm, you know, this is no. man. This is it. I'm watching the guys on telly. This is where I'm headed. Or no, never, never crossed my mind to turn professional. Uh, I am an engineer by trade. Yeah. So, um, so it was always the the maths kid in school, and um, did my engineering degree while I worked at a drum and golf throughout my university. Yeah. So, what sort of engineering degree? A civil engineering degree. Right. Uh, so, Australia- geotechnical, to be precise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, worked at the golf retail store, learnt golf clubs, uh, and wanted to get better and better at it, answer more and more questions. So, ended up Yeah. Because engineers are really interesting in that, you know, like a lot of people think that engineers are pretty dull, right? Yep. Well, because, because you're the guys who actually make things happen. Like the architect does that. I want to have a house on top of a spire as it spins around in there and then they turn to the engineer and they go, yes, that can happen. That cannot happen. Yeah. Right. Correct. So you look at the world a very different way to the way I look at the world, for instance. Absolutely. Right. So how does that work with club fitting? Is it a natural fit or? Yeah. Some things work. Some things don't. You've got to say yes to some things. You've got to say no to some things. But I guess the reason why I do it is because I want to know why. Uh, why. Why do things work? Uh, why don't things work? Um, why do some things work for some people and not for others? Okay, so is there a simple thing for anyone? Because everyone says, like literally everyone says, you've got to get fitted. It's not like the olden days where you take your dad's old clubs or as a kid you take your grandpa's clubs with the wobbly shafts and you learn with those. Everyone's like, no, you must get fitted. Correct. I know you're a club fitter, but is that the fact? Everyone needs to get fitted. Not one piece of gear fits every single person. Okay. Um, unfortunately. Right. So what's the, well, I know what the process is, but when you say, uh, you said some things work, some things don't work. Is there something that generically works pretty much across the board? Uh, all golf clubs have got a head and a, head and a shaft. Yeah. That's, that's about it. Uh, no, it's just so, so individual to, to everyone. Uh, depending on the way that they load the golf shafts, depending on how they deliver the club head to the golf ball um, to get the bo- best possible result for what what they're doing. Right. So, um, so when you're working at Drummond, were you, and then, you know, obviously doing some fitting there, was your engineering background, was it really like peaked for you? You're sitting there going, geez, I think this is it. I think I can make that. This is where I make a difference in the world or is it just, is it a job? No, to a degree. I love helping people. I always love helping people. Uh, 
just had to find my way of doing it. Uh, combined my technical background and my passion, my, my hobby um, in the best way I can. And I get to help people every day understand Great. what they do, why they do it, why they see the results that they see and make improvements for them. So when they come in here, and so we're sitting in cool clubs now, you could probably hear balls being hit in the background and occasionally hear the balls going through the, the runner back to the ball machine and um, and we're at Pitwater on the Northern Beaches, Pitwater Golf Centre. So when you come in, you've got racks and racks of shafts, beautifully coloured shafts. There's like They're not drawers, it's a display of heads. So all the different heads, when people come in, what are they like? Are they googly? Are they dribbly? Are they absolutely? Just explain it. This is this is golf paradise, as you know. For all people that come in, see all the bees knees. There's so much marketing these days on golf equipment, so people come in and go, "Wow, there's that current piece of gear. There's that driver. There's those irons. Wow, I've been wanting to see these for forever." They see the putting studio lit up with all the Scotty Cameron putters, and everyone's like eyes just go wide open um, people can't wait to get in normally when you when you do it once you you never go back once you go clubbing you never go bugging <laughs> something like that never go eBay. <laughs> all right so how does it work what's the process when come someone in. comes in come in uh there's an interview process we ask you what you see why you coming to see us initially most people come to see us because they've got an issue right we want to know what those issues are uh, okay, so what's the reality? They come in and they're mostly going, I want more distance. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, for some people, it's just they're using old equipment. They want to upgrade to new stuff. Uh, they want to see what's there to, to be gained, whether it's distance, control, height. Um, they, yeah, it's just very case to case. Uh, we have a look at their current equipment, see how they hit it, whether they like what it looks like. Maybe they've like been working on the golf swing for the last 12 months and they've improved their handicap significantly and they want to get into something better okay. that's more suited um we just talk through talk through that process and then get a baseline for what we need to do go from there so from old to new yep so i mean I, anyone who listens to this knows i'm using 1999 and a homemade putter I don't really talk about the homemade putter, um, but I, well, we can. Um, Ninety nine nine Hogan's, which I think are fine. So for you as a club fitter, you—I mean, you, and I know you play around the field, right? I don't think you're that fussy about who you play with. It's, you no, know, you put name down. Absolutely. So when you look in other people's bags, what's—is it—is it? Well, is it an occupational hobby anyway? I sort of saw you looking in the other bloke's bags, going, like, do you have horror? Is it a nightmare? Do you? What are you playing with those for? Or Ah, oh, it's never about that. It's like why? What? It's more why? Why do you play it? For you, I look at your golf bags. Like why do you? Why do you play your Hogan blades? It's because you love them. Um, I'll dug you but from on, yesterday. There, but, yeah. there mu- but there must be. I mean, that sounds nice, right? That's a nice thing to say. But yeah. There, but there must be bigger questions going on in your brain. There must be. Oh, always. Right. So, what's the question about the Hogan? So, I mean, when you, what's your gut reaction to seeing someone playing with something that old? Uh, you're probably giving up more than, well, you're probably not getting all you deserve out of your current equipment. But if you enjoy it, that's that's half the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you're not going to offend me. No, that's like, absolutely like, it. Yeah. So that's literally I, it. Yeah, that's literally it. I, yeah. If I had a look at your, your your dynamic numbers, see how you hit the golf ball, I dare say you're like ten to fifteen short of what you should be. Right. 
Really? Yeah. So I'm costing... Well, am I costing myself though? I think so. And I think that's purely from a technology point of view. Right. Heads have changed. Head design has changed. Different materials. Different golf shafts. Back then there was dynamic gold and uh, rifle golf shafts. That was it. You yeah. played one or, one or two. Um, it was stiff or regular. And now there's... So many different weight categories, so many different flexes, so many different material designs um, and engineering designs in terms of steel golf shafts in particular, just to get the ball doing certain things. So when people come in here, like do you, just trying to think, like it must be exciting at the prospect of actually knowing they're going to get more. Absolutely. Can you always give someone more? Yes. Yeah, where it's not always a distance gain. Yeah. Some people don't have distance to be gained. I told you the story yesterday of... Yeah, tell that story. It's interesting. I had uh, one of my old clients come in and he'd uh, previously had a driver fitted by us and he's probably three three years older than uh, what he is now and he seemed to be hitting it a little shorter and he'd noticed... Uh, especially with everything being so wet at the moment, he's not not driving it as far, and he yeah. wanted wanted uh, a new driver to see. He wanted more. He wanted more, <laughs> essentially. Now, hang on, how old is give he? But like, give us an age range. And he was, he's seventy six years old. Okay, so seventy six, and he hits the ball how far? About he, he hits his driver one hundred and forty five meters. Right. That was it. One hundred and forty five meters carry. Whatever his his role is, it depends uphill downhill. Uh, he said, "I want more." Went through the process, figured out what we could get him. We got him an extra 10 metres more. That was it. That was all he had to be gained. Yeah. We completely maximised absolutely everything. Uh, and so how long does that process take? Hour, for a single component, hour to an hour and a half. Okay. And then um, what level of happiness is there for him to get that 10 metres? He was absolutely wrapped. Right. Uh, that was what he was chasing. That was yeah, what he was after. He wanted more, so we got him absolutely every little bit we could get him. Okay, so how much of what you do is about the psychology of the game as opposed to the mechanics of the game? I'm very data-driven, very scientific with yeah. it all. Uh, it's very much a yes, 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 no, and why for me. Okay. Uh, so not, not a lot of psychology here at Cool Clubs. Everything science-based. Everything's got an explanation uh, and all of our kind of proprietary information that we, we do uh, back of house supports all of that. And that's what we're all about. Okay. So what about when someone comes in and they go, I just really want the Callaway, right, Matt? I just, man, I've seen the ads, right? I've just, I just, <laughs> I've read my golf spy. I've done this such, such and such. And I just really want the Callaway. Yep. But what if the data doesn't actually support that? We give them, well, it's, this is what the Callaway does. And this is what Titleist does. Titleist works better off for this reason. Uh, it gets you this much more or it does, whether it's a control thing, whether it's a distance thing, it does what we want to see or what you deserve to see and it's going to get you playing better golf if you play that equipment rather than the one you like the look of. Right. Um, we try our best to match it up. Yep. Uh, but sometimes the, the numbers are very obvious. Are there moments when they, where people just won't actually follow the data at all? They'll just go... Absolutely. 
and that's that's up to them. Yep. All we can do is give you the facts, give you the numbers, present you the information. What you want to do with it is your choice. Okay. So what about things like we talked about this on the course yesterday, my golf spy. Yep. So, uh, and and they're an independent organization. You guys are independent, I'm guessing. Yep. You know, yep. like you just, you've got pretty much everything. Yep. So it's whatever works, works. Yep. How has my golf spy, my golf spy changed the game, do you think? Awesome. Uh, a really, really good database of information. Uh, it's just what is rel- everything so neutral with them. So it is what is relevant to you. Um, we had, like you said, we had a conversation where it was like they talk about the ping driver being the most forgiving driver on the market. Well, it's like, yeah, it probably is. But is it forgiving for you? depending on the way that you deliver the golf club. Uh, yeah, it's they do really, really good things. I mean, they, they single-handedly cost Callaway, whatever it was, $200 million to invest in, in their, their ball plant facilities because they discovered that heaps of golf, uh, Callaway golf balls were had off-center cores. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, they come out with that information. They, they cut open golf balls, they cut open driver heads, the whole lot. They, yeah. Heaps of heaps of information. No, it's crazy, right? It's crazy yeah, town. But absolutely. it's actually it's good because we're, there's finally someone telling us. I mean, I don't know. I look at it. I definitely look at my golf spy, and I see that the fast swing speed. Which I'm pretty sure I've got a fast swing speed. Yeah. Um, that I should. Well, hang on. What should I should? No, I should be using the ping. Yeah, that's right. Like that's the answer. Yeah, exactly. And so many people, especially at a place like this, come in going, "Well, this is what I've read on my golf spy." Well. The way that you deliver the golf club, no, this is the answer. Um, and that's proven by XYZ. Uh, we use TrackMan here and the TrackMan numbers are, they don't lie. We use an out, we hit on an outdoor range. We're not relying on uh, calculated numbers on an indoor um, indoor facility. Yeah. It's the track that's man interesting pick, as well, yeah, right? Exactly. That's another conversation. But the track man is picking up the whole ball flight, watching exactly what the ball is doing until the point it lands on the ground. It's looking at the way the golf club goes through the ball. Uh, so it is picking up every data point extremely accurately. And we get all the answers. Okay. So the, the, so this is the, one of the, the part of the nub of the thing for me anyway, is that as an amateur golfer, we rarely, like in all honesty, an 18... A, tw- a 12 handicapper, six handicapper comes in here, they rarely deliver the ball the same, the, the club the same to the ball consistently. Yep. Fair fair, fair to say? Uh, Fairish to say? Fairish to or say. The, the higher the handicap, the less likely it is. Correct. Right. Yep. So how hard is it then to fit someone who's not doing the same thing most of the time? Well, then sometimes we do get in the case where we have to tell people, well, perhaps golf clubs aren't aren't for you right now. Hockey clubs. <laughs> really, <laughs> really, really big heads. <laughs> uh, but it's just about having that conversation. Yeah. Most, like you'd be surprised. Most, most level of golfers, even up to your maximum handicappers have some form of consistency oh, okay. in, their, in their golf swing. It's just about identifying what that is and then give them a product to complement their consistency in their golf swing. All right, and so what about for you, right? So you're here all day, you've got all the gear, yep. all the gear and some idea. Some we'll idea. We'll definitely say that. Hopefully. So you, so Nick won the, um, what did you win? The stroke prize yesterday. Yeah. Off the stick. Yeah. Beautiful. Which is good. About time. So what did you shoot even? Uh, one, one over. Okay. Um, your club 
setup is what? It's like, are you constantly changing? Always playing around with things. Always seeing where we can get more. Um, whether it's a feel, a look. I mean, I put a new driver in the bag this week. Uh, just done some... So that was the Stealth. Put the TaylorMade Stealth Plus yeah, in the bag. Sorry, the Stealth Plus. Yes. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been playing... And what do you yeah. think of it? Like It's great. Versus the Rogue. It's great. They're both great. Versus the Ping. Great driver as well. Right. So where are the numbers then for you? I play the Ping driver for the last year. It's been fantastic. Uh, it's been really, really good. It helped me with a lot of consistency. I found a heap of fairways, but I'm just delivering it a little bit different now and I was struggling with a little bit of a left miss. And so <laughs> I went went back to a something that we find here at Cool Clubs that we tend to find the tailor-made products are quite fade bias. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I went to a what I think is a fade bias head. And all of a sudden, you saw it. I drove it pretty straight yesterday. Drove it even better on Sunday. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So what about on, you know, like just in terms of the numbers, right? So you gain an extra. So this is the thing that where it seems like absurd. You mate, I don't know what you said his name was, the older bloke who comes in at 76 years of age, right? 76 years of age, he gets another 10 metres. Now, for most people, you'd go 10, 5, 10, because that's the difference in the heads. So when you look at the numbers on my golf spy, it's one, two, three metres. Like, duh, so? Mm -hmm. Like, what? seriously, like, what's the... Uh, like, who cares about one or two or three? Does, like, I know we should, but does it really make that much difference? It's it's all about the individual. Uh, you've got to find a, a head that complements the golf shaft. The golf shaft is your loading mechanism. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got to fit what you do um, in your golf swing to deliver the, the head to get the ball going where we want it to go. Uh, the, co- the golf shaft will complement the way that you deliver it and then depending on what you were seeing in the ball flight, perhaps you're playing too much loft, you play, perhaps you're playing not enough loft on a head. The ball will control what's going on outside um, and the, the shaft will control what's going on in the golf swing. So what's the most important part of your golf clubs then? Both. Both head, head Come and on. shaft. Come on. This one, the shaft. A lot of so people you're going to spend shaft. the money, right? A lot of people think golf shaft purely yeah. because... It's controlling the golf swing, right? And if you've got something that doesn't match up with your loading pattern properly, it's not going to be consistent. And that's what we work through. We 
have um, so much technology with AS3 machine, uh, which is a, like a shaft simulation machine. It has a look at all the golf shafts and identifies all the properties of the golf shafts so that we can identify which one's going to be best for you. Oh, well, these two worked really, really good. What do those two have in common versus XYZ that didn't work well? And then go from there and find something that's going to match up with what you do and then find a head to get the ball doing what it should do. So can I go to a golf club shop, like you know, to, to a Drummond or come here or somewhere with the driver head that I've got that I like and go, can you fit me into a new shaft? Absolutely. Will that make any difference? Absolutely. So Ooh. I could save half my money. Yep. For instance, yeah. If I'm Scottish, <laughs> I'm a tight ass. I could save. So actually, the head. I know the head works. Yep. But maybe the shafts have moved on. Is that like a? Absolutely. We'll like the conversation we had a moment ago. We'll tell you what you can gain. Right. Is is your head a constraint, or is is your head is your head holding you back, or is it just a golf shaft you need? It's my mind holding me back. Yeah. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what did the old mate, 76, got his 10 metres yep. about? What did that cost him? Uh, with the current prices of heads, uh, around $1,000 for a head. Aftermarket golf shafts vary from $300 to the Autoflex is $1,500 in a driver shaft. Uh, it cost him about $1,500 wow. for a new driver setup. Yeah. And he was wrapped with that. Um, and so that's, that's the, not for everyone. Yeah, that's the nub of it, isn't it? Absolutely. That he was wrapped. Yeah. He's literally... And then you do putting as well. Yep. So the putting... This sounds like an ad. I'm not actually buying anything from cool clubs. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. But the putting is the other thing, that, yep. which is, again, you, you know, there's putting strokes and there's putting strokes and, you know. Yep. Um, so how much difference does, does the putter... Putting's fantastic with, with us. Uh, our putting setup, we have so many high, like high-speed cameras looking at like slow motion, what you're doing. Uh, and we help golfers get into a position where they can deliver the putter consistently and then from there fit a putter to that, get the putter arcing correctly, uh, get the ball launching. There should be some form of launch uh, on the putter so that the ball is not taking the grain or when you're hitting it uphill, it's not just being hit straight into the slope in front of you. Um, finding so a you're hitting shape. up on the ball, not down on the ball? Or well, yeah, it's... I'm reticent to have this conversation because I putted well yesterday. <laughs> you putted very well. So, so. <laughs> just it's just uh, finding, again, it's, it's the same dynamic as, as fitting a driver. It's getting the ball launching optimally yeah. so that you're creating a really consistent Is it launching roll. or rolling? It's launching. It's launching. It so launches. when someone says great roll. Yeah, it launches, but you get topspin instead of backspin. So driver, everything down to putter is backspin. Yeah. Uh, the friction on the face will cause the ball to backspin. Yeah. Putter, forward roll. So you've got to launch it and not just enough to get the ball rolling forward on its first bounce. Interesting. How many people do that when you play golf that you see? Very little. Like, Not many. I'm trying to think of what Doug and uh, Michael did yesterday. I don't think... Oh, no. No. Well, did, did, so do I get the ball rolling or am Absolutely I... you do. Absolutely you do. This is all I wanted to talk about. So, so <laughs> I mean, putter. I've got a wooden putter, like a homemade wooden putter. Yep. That I don't know if these guys know about. So when you see people come out with stuff like that, mm -hmm. and I've actually given another one to another player at the yep. club... 
who lo- for whatever reason I think he likes it because it looks nice <laughs> so how much it, I mean when you see something like that what do you think like worse than the Hogan irons Oh, I think this guy's probably had some demons with the butter in the past. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was my first thought. Really? And then it gets interesting from there when you actually roll it really good. I mean, you hold like 50 feet of putts in the first three holes yesterday. Yeah, that was a bit lucky though. And that was the thing as well. It was lucky. There's a bit of luck there. That's fine. It was a good end over end roll. So I, was, I was watching. Yeah, so so that <laughs> so that's what we're thinking about an end over end roll. Yep. Okay. That's right. Ball's launching forward. It's getting in the air slightly. It's going down our target line. Yep. Aim it well. Uh, with putters, we have a kind of strict rule where it's you got to play the putter you aim the best with. Because if you don't aim it well, then you're doing something in your stroke to manipulate the ball. Okay. Um, to go to get it to go where you want versus. If you can aim it really well, you're gonna do you're gonna deliver it exactly the same. So the secret to putting is aiming it well. Correct. The first secret to putting is aiming it well. First secret, yeah. Alright, and so does that mean where the head is facing when it hits the ball or before it hits the ball? Both. But if you can't if you can stand behind the ball and aim it really well, if it's not aimed square when after you take it back and release it back to the ball, then you're doing something in your stroke to manipulate what the putter is doing in your okay. hands. And we're probably doing that with all the clubs as well, aren't we? Absolutely. Yep. And it doesn't necessarily matter too much with everything else, but a putter is such a linear, like a linear stroke, a linear part of the game. There's essentially isn't many ways to do it successfully. You think about the guys on tour that have putted really, really well and the guys that do continue to putt well. If you have yeah. a look at their tendencies, they all do very similar things. So, so Zalatoris who's, you know, in the Demons. open. Demons, Demons, Andrew. He needs a wooden putter. He needs a wooden putter. Okay. You can make him one. Send him <laughs> one over. Imagine that, though. Like, a wood, it's kind of a fantasy, weirdly, yeah. is imagine doing that, sending them one, and then they win something big, and the commentator's going, oh, my God, what is that piece of shit? That <laughs> he's, play, he's playing with furniture. Why is the man playing with furniture? Yeah. Um all right, just to finish, uh, you, uh, you, you said something really interesting, like genuinely interesting yesterday that you um, have Google Earthed the golf course yeah. to check the distances of things and the widest parts of fairways. Just tell me that thought process. Speaking so, of demons. Yes, correct. Absolutely. I had been struggling with my golf game. Yeah. I decided I was struggling off the tee and I was struggling hitting greens. So I was like, well, I want to find out at my local golf club where the biggest part of the fairway is and I'm going to figure out what golf club is going to get me to that part of the golf course. So I went on Google Maps and mapped it all out and figured out like force carries, the big part of the fairways. Now I've got a rough idea of what golf clubs I've got to hit to get there. And that's helped you... Absolutely, with yeah. consistency. And so what about hitting greens? Aim for the fat part of the green for the most part. So is that the same thing, like Google mapping? And is yeah. it Google, Map or Google Maps or Google Go- Earth? Google Maps, yeah. yeah. I just went on. There's a little like straight line direction tool. And, you just and, it, and are you looking it. at the live? <laughs> so I'm going to do it when I get home. Are you looking at the live pictures? Yeah, yep, absolutely. Because uh, you can see like where the fairways are cut and stuff like that. All the, yeah. other, the images aren't significantly old, so... 
unless your golf course is brand new, you'll be able to. So then, because it it would seem to me like someone who has access to all the best gear, you shouldn't have the demon. You should have the tool. You have the tools. Lack of ability. Lack of ability. (laughs) Right. So where does where does ability come into the fitting process, or doesn't it? It's just no. It definitely does. You just got to get the get the most out of what you got. Yeah. Uh, get the ball doing what it should. More importantly, I'm a big advocate for that. Uh, if you des- are delivering the golf club in a fashion that deserves a 40 yard cut, and that's the what you should see. And I'll, sometimes you just have to tell people this is the way you are delivering the golf club. We've got you to a point where you're extremely consistent at doing this, and we're seeing this over and over again. But well done. This, well done. <laughs> This is what you should see. Now, the, these golf clubs have got everything to this consistency. Imagine what they can do when we fix the golf swing. Right. And a lot of times- So do you do much golf swing fixing? Not here, no. Uh, but we encourage clients to come back uh, when they ha- are adjusting their golf swing, when they're playing around, even if they want to just have a look and see how things have changed. See if there's, as they're improving their golf swing, if- uh, the dynamics have changed and they need a loft lie check or they, the irons are still working yeah, as they should. Loft and lie. Loft and lie. How important is loft and lie? Ab- uh, crucial. Crucial. Critical. It's life or death for some people, for some golfers, especially better players. Loft and lie is extremely important. Uh, just consistency. it's degrees, isn't it? It's degrees off. Like a one, one degree here is, to, you know, 20 yards up there. Absolutely. And loft and lie can help strike. It can help uh, start line. It can help just the way the golf club comes through the ground. You could be hitting it a little fat and your irons could be a little upright or a little too fat for you, yeah. flat for you. Um, it's, we can't play again. No. Because you're going to look at my stuff again and go, jeez. But you love what you play. I love what <laughs> I play. I, you didn't, I didn't show you my wedges, did I? The raw ones? Yeah. Don't worry, I was looking. You know they're homemade. No. They're home ground from awesome. raw. Awesome. From from raw Japanese wedge heads. Magnificent. It's just the best. Magnificent. Full kook. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, I, you thanks, love to see him. Thanks for your time. Thank um, you. Really enjoyed it. And I, I love playing with you. Like, it was good. It's good to... He smashes it, you know. That, we'll do it goes, again. Oh, you nearly got me then. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So it was really good. Thanks for your time. And um, uh, you're doing a good job here and sort of, you know, really changing the way people play the game and and look at the game. Yeah, that's what we're here to do. We're here to give people improvements. We're here to help people play better golf. It's it's awesome. Come down if you like. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. So that's Nick Hutchison. He is one of the fitters at Cool Clubs on the Northern Beaches of Sydney and a good golfer. And it's interesting, you know, whenever the microphone gets turned off, people tend to talk more. And he was saying that his teachers at school thought that when he got on with his life, you know, and became an adult and did stuff, he would probably end up being a teacher. And he is certainly that, but just in a golf club sense. And when he was doing his engineering degree, he did a lot of study into the golf shaft. So he does know a lot about what he's talking about. If you've got someone like Nick or someone who just loves the game and or maybe it's you, you've done something special, he'd like to share it at Andrew Datto at Instagram is where you can find me. Let's know and maybe we can have a chat. All right, more next time around. Thanks for listening. See ya.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.